Hey there, folks. Welcome to Rock and Rally Tennis, where it's all tennis, all the time. I'm James Lynn. Follow us on Twitter at Rock and Rally. That's Rock underscore and underscore Rally. And on Facebook at Facebook.com backslash Rock and Rally Tennis. This is podcast episode number 187. Well, the 2020 U.S. Open is set to begin next week. It goes without saying that this U.S. Open will be very different from we've been accustomed to over the years due to the coronavirus pandemic. For starters, there will be no fans in the stands. It's one of the many measures intended to protect players and others on site from potentially getting infected or spreading the coronavirus. Moreover, both the women's and men's fields have been significantly impacted. Neither the women's or men's defending champion will be competing. Understandably, Bianca Andreescu and Rafa Nadal, as well as dozens of other players in the top 100, have elected not to play, citing concerns over potential health risks and ability to meet the challenging logistics and other stringent requirements for competing in this tournament. Six of the top eight ranked women will not be playing. In addition to Andreescu, Barty, Halep, Svitolina, Bertens, and Bencic will not be in the field. Uh, in fact, approximately two dozen of the top 100 ranked WTA players will not be competing in this year's U.S. Open. For the men, two of the big three will not be in the field. Aside from Nadal, Federer is out, recovering from knee surgery. And another notable name, uh, Kyrgios, will be sitting this one out as well. Now, needless to say, this U.S. Open is truly wide open and up for grabs. You know, for the women, this is not new. Um, this has been the case really for the past few years. There has not been a dominant champion on the WTA for several years now. The ongoing theme for the women at the majors in recent years has been more about who can peak and play her best tennis at the most opportune times. It has not been about consistency of play going into the, going into the majors. Over the last 18 majors, beginning with the 2015 U.S. Open, there have been 12 different women's champions. Moreover, only once has consecutive majors been won during this span. Naomi Osaka won the 2018 U.S. Open and then followed it up with the 2019 Australian Open win. You know, for me, I'm picking Osaka, Pliskova, or Kvitova. I believe one of them will get all the way through. With that said, it's still, of a, it's still a bit of a random exercise at this point to try to pick a winner. I mean, not only are there a dozen or so women who have a realistic chance of holding up the Champions Trophy when all is said and done, but... Given the additional variables unique to this year's U.S. Open, honestly, it would not be that surprising if the eventual champion was a player who has been flying under the radar. And something also worth noting, by the way, is how fast the conditions uh, will be at this year's U.S. Open. The court surface is playing very, very fast, which will be to the liking of the big hitters. So from those who will be competing next week, Aside from some of the familiar names and favorites like Serena, Osaka, Pliskova, Kvitova, Sabalenka, to name a few, there are many other players that you want to keep an eye on, including 2017 U.S. Open champ uh, Sloane Stephens, uh, the exciting and fast-rising teenager Coco Gauff, and believe it or not, Jeannie Bouchard, who has been playing some of her best tennis in recent weeks. You know, others include uh, Jesse Pagula, Jen Brady, Elise Mertens, Diana Yastremska and Monica Puig. Again, it's so wide open. I mean, there are probably another dozen or so players I have not mentioned who can make a serious run at this U.S. Open. So even with the unusual circumstances, depleted field and no fans in the stands, the 2020 U.S. Open will begin next week. And look, there'll, there'll still be a lot of exciting tennis played and uh, more importantly, a new women's champion crowned for the 2020 U.S. Open in a couple of weeks' time. For the men, Djokovic is and should be the favorite to win. 
you know, as I mentioned earlier, he is the lone member of the big three in the field. And of course, he is very motivated to continue his pursuit of Federer and Nadal in the Grand Slam record books. Djokovic currently has 17 Grand Slam singles titles. Federer has 20 and Nadal 19. Djokovic is playing really well. He is still undefeated in tournament play this year at 23-0 after winning the Western and Southern Open today in a tough three-setter against uh, Raonic. So Djokovic deserves to be the outright favorite to win the U.S. Open, which, if he did win, would be his fourth U.S. Open and 18th Grand Slam singles title overall. Now, I believe Djokovic will be holding up the Champions Trophy in a couple of weeks' time, but it's not going to be easy by any means. And there are a couple of factors worth noting. One is what I mentioned earlier in the podcast, which is the very fast court conditions at this year's U.S. Open. Now, similar to my comments regarding how this impacts the potential pool of contenders in the women's field, it definitely, it's definitely worth reiterating as it relates to the men's field. When the courts play really fast, danger lurks everywhere. Virtually all players these days in the era of first strike power tennis have big serves and forehands. The potential danger for Djokovic is if he runs into a big hitting opponent who gets into a groove for say 30 to 40 minutes or at critical moments in the match and in the blink of an eye that player is up a set and a break and serving to win a second set. From there, anything can happen. You know, it's like the heavyweight division in boxing where virtually every heavyweight has that big knockout punch. The other thing worth noting is whether Djokovic is feeling 100% after testing positive for the coronavirus a few weeks ago. And this applies to any of the players in the field who have had a bout with this virus, including Dimitrov, Koric, Troiki, Isner, Tiafo. Uh, coronavirus symptoms can linger long after diagnosis. Dimitrov was still suffering from symptoms uh, a month after his diagnosis. He stayed home for a month, and then after testing negative, Dimitrov returned to the courts to play the Ultimate Tennis Showdown exhibition. Now, he acknowledged publicly that he was still dealing with the effects of the virus during the event. At this point, the science and medical communities, and really everyone at large, were all still uh, and were continuing to learn new things about this virus. So, who knows if this will have any impact on Djokovic or any of these players over the course of playing potentially draining best three of five sets in challenging weather conditions over a two-week Grand Slam event. Now, given the very fast conditions and other unique circumstances surrounding this U.S. Open, there are several players who I believe can disrupt the, can disrupt the prediction of a Djokovic victory. You know, the three players who immediately come to mind are Medvedev, Sissipas, and perhaps Zverev. Now, I know Dominic Team is the second seed behind Djokovic, but I think Team is going to struggle a little bit with the very fast court conditions, given how big his backswings are for his groundies. And certainly worth noting, Andy Murray is in the field, back from major hip surgery. And he is certainly one to watch, especially under these conditions. He is a three-time Grand Slam singles champion, including the 2012 U.S. Open. Now, Murray may not be as quick around the court as he used to be, but he is still one of the best counterpunchers on tour, and more importantly, knows what it takes to win a major. Other big hitters to watch out for include Raonic, Berrettini, Hachinov, Rublev, Shapovalov, and Ajayar Liosim. Now, with all of this said, I still believe Djokovic will be the last man standing when all is said and done, but he's got his work cut out for him. So, here we go, folks. Let's see how things unfold. Enjoy the 2020 U.S. Open. Well, that's all for this episode, folks. Thanks for joining us at Rock and Rally Tennis. Please subscribe to our podcast at rockandrallytennis.com. Please continue to stay safe, stay healthy, stay strong. I'm James Lynn. See you next time.